80% of women are calling for divorce. They're filing for divorce, 80% of women. What's going on, guys? This is How I Talk. We are back with another episode. My name is Chris Jones. Hey, I'm Tim Jones. Uh, look at me. I'm coming from outer space all the way to your plate. Always got something to say. I am ready today. We are. We always, as always, have great shows. I'm looking forward to another great episode we're going to give to you. Specifically, oh, this is going to be good. Because you know what? Uh, one thing is I'm married. Someone's not married. And then, you know, people always talk about, is it good to get married? They want to know, what should I get married? You ask a woman that, she might say, you know, no. But majority of women typically say they, they want to get married. They look forward to marriage. But a majority of guys, oh, my gosh, it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> They're like, hey, I don't know if I want to get married. I don't see why I should be getting married. They don't, they don't feel that marriage is necessary. And for this modern man, like on the other end of this screen, who's supposed to be a modern man. You know, he's supposed to be, I'm, I guess I'm a dinosaur man. I guess he's a mm -hmm. modern man. Ancient. <laughs> oh, an ancient man. See, mm -hmm. see people, you see how I got to an ancient man. Well, just because I'm some some uh, man, put a, you put your quotes on it. He feels that, you know, this modern day man, some people feel, maybe it's him, that the modern day man shouldn't get married. So people... When we're talking today, we're going to be talking about whether or not the modern day man should get married. Should he really dive head first, headlong into this thing called marriage? Hmm. Good question. You want to start, Chris? Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, I think oh, he's confused already. A, well, uh, uh, you hear people. Well, I, uh, I think it's important that I outline what we're going to be talking about and the important things that I want to discuss about this because I do think marriage is a, I will say this marriage is something that I do want. I want to be clear before I go into my ideology about marriage or is it worth it, right? Because that's what we're talking about today. Is it worth it for a modern man to be married? And I would say, one, I still believe in marriage, I still want to be married. But at the same time, on the contrary, I also got to look at the landscape of how the dating scene is and what the modern woman is uh, within, uh, you know, the current dating market. 2021, what does that really look like? And I would say the cons, in my outlook, it seems like the cons outweigh the pros, in my opinion. And, and why did the cons outweigh the pros? Well, I'll, I'll name one point. The first thing is, wait, you wait, get married. Wait, you start making your points. Tell right. us what you think are the pros and what you think are the cons before you make your point. Because you said sure. the cons, the cons, I the So tell our audience, so we'll know where you're going and kind of tracking with you. What are mm -hmm. the pros and what are the cons as you see them? Just give us your bullet points. So I was going to say the cons first, but I'll go with the pros, right? One is, you know, just from a, 
a religious background, being Christian, I do think, uh, you know, having a wife is a good thing. You know, it says that in the Bible. You find a wife, you find a good thing, right? I do believe that is important. I do believe a wife does provide some direction for you or to, to help you along your, your process of becoming a man. I do think that is imperative. I do think a woman helps you to be strong where you're weak and vice versa. So I do think in a marriage, that is very important. I think going throughout life alone is, is very, it's lonely. It's very lonely to be going through the rest of your life alone with nobody there. Now, why do you say that? You ain't got to be married why, to go alone. Why you say, why you say it was lonely? Because I mean, think about it. some people are not always going to be alive. Some people, you know, I have, you know, obviously parents, right. But you guys won't be around forever. Right. So the experiences that you have in life, you want to enjoy them with people. Right. You have, you could have siblings, parents, you could have cousins, relatives, people that are close to you. But these are certain milestones that happen in your life that you want to enjoy, right? Everybody wants a child, especially a man. I want my own child, right? I want to have my own child. But at the same time, you know, I don't want a child that, you know, with a person I'm not married to. I don't believe in, you know, children being in single family homes or without, you know, in wedlock, things like that. So I don't agree with that. So I do think it's very hard. Um, this, which is why I tend to lean, lend more to, I think marriage is still a good thing. But when you look at the cons, sometimes you wonder if it's worth it. So those are the pro pros to sum it up, right? You know, a woman is- What are the cons? I would say the cons is, you know, you have to entangle the government with it, right? We, we got prenups, right? So you, that's mm -hmm. something that, that is important that we have some prenups because the government is, is to play. I mean, when you look at, and I think this is all dependent upon where the man is in life and what is the man doing in his life. Because a successful man, his viewpoint is going to be different than, you know, a man that's making twenty or $30,000 a year. That's no knock on a man making twenty or $30,000 a year. But if a man is, you know, in their 20s, 30s, or 40s, and he's already considered successful, you have to look through a different lens because you have more at stake. When you own certain things, uh, you know, businesses, and you make a certain amount of income, or you own different uh, assets, and you come with a high net worth, you're going to entangle that with somebody else. And let's say it doesn't work, well, they get the benefits of the hard work that you put in to be able to, you know, to set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. To look at that, and it depends on where you stand in life. But I think a man has to look twice at that. It's different if a man was building with a woman where, hey, I didn't have nothing. I built with you. We built together. Two totally different things. You have experience of, well, it was both of us going through the trenches together, right? Example, you and mom, right? Mom was with you from day one. Since she was 19, 20, 21, she was there building alongside of you. But if it was somebody that was 35 and established, you got to look at it differently. You know, well, I'm already established. Where do you kind of, you kind of have to fit into what I'm already kind of creating type of thing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You know, so that's just one point. Um, what, what do you got to say? You know, I keep going on cons, but I'm interested to know what you got to say about anything I've said or anything you want to add. Uh, yeah, I can go ahead and start adding to some of that thing you said. Um, there was a uh, a book. I, there's a book. I, I will talk to you guys about them. But Barbara Defoe, Whitehead, and David uh, Papano. They did some findings in 20, 2002. And in 2002, 
they said that young men associate marriage with increased responsibilities and with a greater possibility of financial loss. So their conclusion was that from their research of men from the ages of 25 to 33, that they concluded that one of the things that men see the problem or the reason they didn't want to be married was one that would increase their responsibilities. That says a lot. That says a lot about a younger man that typically they don't want increased responsibilities. They shy away from it. And that's typically the case. So when they don't want to get married or they feel that there would be a greater responsibility of financial loss, in other words, they think this woman going to take the money they have. Kind of what you said about bringing the government in it, trying to do a prenup because they think it's a greater possibility of financial loss. So that will prevent them from moving into this thing called marriage because they're trying to hold on to some money and they are afraid of responsibility. That sounds like everything you said. According to their research, you sound like one of these men. <laughs> well, let me, let me disagree. Let me very much so disagree. What you did state is actually somebody that I do know. I have a very close friend of mine who's verbally said that. I wouldn't say I would run from responsibility because in the beginning, I did say that I would want a child. I do want to have a family. So I do go more towards marriage. I still want marriage. So I do want to take on the responsibilities. I very much so look forward to it. I've had a friend who was recently engaged, but he uh, called it off because one of the things he said is I didn't want to deal with the responsibilities of having a family and basically being the leader and everything falls on you. Uh -huh. I couldn't wrap my head around that. That is not the way that I would think. I actually look forward to the responsibilities and having to set the example for my child and for my family. I do look forward to that. Now, what you stated was interesting in the fact that, you know, uh, when somebody's getting married, they don't want the responsibility and they think somebody's going to take the finances or the financial portion from them if a divorce would happen. But I would also tell you, when you look at the divorce rates, 80% of women are calling for divorce. They're filing for divorce, 80% of women. That's, that's pretty high, Tim. Mm -hmm. So, so what, is, what do you get from that whenever you hear 80% of women are filing for divorce? What is your conclusion from that? Uh, my conclusion that 80% of women are filing for divorce? Yep. Uh, I, I would think they don't like what the men are doing. Yeah. It's something that the man is doing in that relationship that would cause them to want to file for divorce. The question is, so, is that right? Is it right for them to file for divorce? Yes. Well, I don't know if it's right. They, they would have their own determination of right and wrong in that case. But if right. you ask me from a biblical perspective, uh, we have to find out what are they filing for? Uh, but in a biblical perspective, I don't know if there's a, really a reason to file for divorce. You should be trying to work these things out. But um, you may have a partner, a part, different type of partner. You, you know, it's a lot of variables in that. I've seen so many different things in marriage. It's just a lot of variables there. But what does that say about men? Are you saying men don't file for divorce? Is that what you're trying to say? But I think you alluded to a very important piece right there because you stated biblically, if we want to go from that angle, that there's really no reason for somebody to file for divorce. Biblically, it does not say file for divorce if X, Y, Z happened. Biblically, it says, like you just stated, that you should work these things out. However, I think a lot of people have strayed from God or the principles 
I think that is number one from the modern perspective. And number two is the fact that 80% of women are divorcing, which means they're going based off emotion, not logic. Emotionally. Now, does that does that mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that because you don't necessarily know uh, why those eighty percent of women are divorcing. It could have been infidelities in the marriage, and that was not initiated by them. It could okay. have been a lot of variables in there, and you're saying, well, they're working off emotion. No, it could have been that they have been beating, they've been abused, they've been uh, beat Just, down. It's I, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of reasons in there. So I don't know if I would necessarily say that. I, I mean, they may have been. Uh, at some point, you get tired of being treated bad or but mistreated. Right. But if it's 80 percent, you wonder, is it is there an imbalance here? Because it's saying mm -hmm. only 20 percent of men basically are, are qualified or good. And I'm like, eh, well, you got to look at the other side. Women ain't that, that good either now. Think about what they do to men. <laughs> I'm not saying they, that I'm not saying they don't do things to men. But what I'm saying is that. Uh, well, I don't know where you get that stat from, but typically it's usually a 50-50, 50% of the people get married, get divorced. It's usually that way, if you take it from a world perspective, people that are not in the church. And if you look at people that are married in the church, it still says about 50% of them still get divorced. So right. uh, it doesn't necessarily say who initiates divorce. Uh, and you may say 80% of right. the women may initiate divorce. That's because maybe the, the guy doesn't care to initiate it. I mean, he, he's he's abusing her, so he probably doesn't care to initiate divorce. I, I don't know if abuse is, is necessarily. I got we got to look at the statistics because mm -hmm. I got a divorce resource, and it's eighty percent women filed. It's a fifty percent marriage success rate. But when we look yeah, at the, I mean, how much is okay. it? Is it really fifty percent marriage success rate? That means fifty percent failure too. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But I'm looking at who's filing out of those fifty percent. That's a high ratio. Of the 50% that don't work out, 80% is initiated by women. And for me to yeah. sit there and agree that it's because of beatings, I can't fall for that. I think that's the I, I, didn't, I didn't say it was because of beatings, all of them. I'm just saying that at some point, this woman has gotten fed up with what this guy's doing. And if you ask me whose fault it is, I'm going to say 99% of the time, it's going to be the man's fault. The man is doing something mm -hmm. that would make his wife or significant other his wife, in this case, would want to have a divorce. So right. unless he's doing things to nurture her and care for her and grow her, then he's going to be doing things that hurt her and, and sap her energy and doing things that, that really uh, pull her down. And so he doesn't make her feel like she needs to feel. And he doesn't truly understand his woman. And if he doesn't, yes, she's going to file for divorce. And it's not because she's emotional. It's just because she, she's going to take the initiative and he probably won't. And that's typically how I, it works. I don't, would, I don't see I that. Have, that that stat means nothing to me. I, I would have to understand why are women, I think that stat is very alarming. No, it's not alarming. It's not alarming at all. It's just that most men don't want to pay for it. It's something along those lines. Most no. every divorce, okay. Most of the time, let me tell you like this: as many marriages I've interacted with, and many divorces I've seen come through, and I'm sitting there thinking, and majority of them were filed by women, and it's not because the women were most. It was something these guys were doing, mm -hmm. and when they find out what these guys are doing, then they file for divorce. So it looks like they're emotional. It looks like they're just running away. That's not the case. The case is these men are pushing them away.
Well, I got you know what's interesting is whenever I hear a lot of different videos where women come on these, and I won't name the person, but they'll come on YouTube and, and talk about why they divorced their husband. You look at the reasonings, and it's it's usually not being, it's usually not uh, infidelity. Sometimes it's, he was boring, or you know, just dumb reasons. And I'm like, that don't mean you need to leave your husband. And then they want the they want the money too. They want to have it down the middle. But what I would say, if, if that's the case, the women should reanalyze if they should get married. Because if they're initiating 80% out of the 40% out of the 50% success rate, I mean, if you look at the number, why get married? <laughs> Clearly, it don't work out for you. And then for a man to say, you know, uh, you know, infidelity is not necessarily part of the discussion here. But if you look at the numbers, right, even if you did prenups and you look at Dre, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, even with the prenup, still lost a boatload of money. Good thing they make a lot of money because they can recover. But some people that may have a million dollars, they got a half bit to 500,000. Mm -hmm. Dynamics. You got to restart, Connor. Yeah. And, and I guess that's go back to what the article I mentioned off from the very beginning. Uh, the financial, they think they're going to have some type of financial loss. Therefore, men don't want to get married. So yeah. it goes back to that article that uh, we just discussed. And, I, and you know what? What else they said? I'm going to tell you something else they said. They said, uh, Steve, Steve Knock, Steve Knock, that's the guy's name. Um, he wrote a book, Marriage in Men's Lives, and he wrote it back in 1998. And he discussed the belief system about themselves and their wives. He says, when they get married, it changes. And his argument, it rests on the on the potency of the, of the role of the husband. He argued that men begin to see themselves as fathers, providers, and protectors when they transition into marriage and they have a problem with it. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> that's interesting. And, and you know what else he said? He said that married men, they earn more income than those who are not married. I agree. Isn't that I agree because they're focused yeah. with the purpose. I agree with that. Uh, they're focused more. Episode. I agree with that. Now, yeah, I would and say, he's, I would but say he says that. it's not. It's not a, a a large number. According to him, it's only like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars more a year. So it's not a huge number. But the, his point was that if you're married, you'll obviously make more money. And his point was that he also he also come to conclude that in marriage, they would have better sex lives than the guys who are single. Now, I know single guys don't like to believe that, and guys that are single don't like to even believe that. But it says in there that married men who are men who are married, they have better sex lives and they make more money. Woo! I said, wow. How is that? Now, I, guys that I are unmarried that, would say, you're, you're I being, disagree. I disagree. But what I think you're also doing is you're giving women the benefit of the doubt. And unfortunately, I can't agree with that because I think a women don't think very, very emotion based and they don't think with logic. And I have a lot of information to back that up. And a lot of situations where women are, are going based off of pure emotion. They, they have no reason. They're delusional a lot of times. When you talk to them, they're delusional, what they really think. I mean, it goes back to even if you want to look at income and how much a man should make. They have no concept of what a person actually makes or what a person should make. If we want to be honest, I mean, we look at the dating market and people think that they should get something that they really are not capable of getting. 
it really is not within your circumference of what you can actually get and obtain. And a lot of people think that they can get obtain something that is not really within their value or their frame. Yeah, I would I would agree with that because women tend to have a uh, mis misnomer about fi finance, about money. Uh, and I'm not saying this is all women, but I'm saying a lot because when you talk to them and you ask them, hey, hey, um, you know, I want they would say something. I want a man that can, you know, help support me and something like that. And they may say that even though I'm making money, I want my man to give to give me three to four thousand dollars a month. And they they would they would come out and just really say that, and they would say that's the low end, three to four thousand. And I and I sit there and I think about that and I listen, and I'm going, that's probably all they would make total in the month. How are they gonna give you their whole check? Right. And, and women would think this man should give them three to four thousand plus pay all of his own stuff, and you know, and take care of everything he's yeah. doing. So that man, this man that they are wanting or talking about would have to be a six-figure salary guy, you know, per year, making well over 10K a month. And if he's making well over that, he's got a lot of options. He's not, he doesn't have her as the only option. Well, let me also talk more options. And let me also say the delusional factor in the fact that it also shows you logically, why are you going after the, the man that makes all the money when you know he has options? You could break that down for a lot of women and guess they'll still go after that. They still want that because they want to that. Even if you break it, it does not make sense. This man is not good for a household. This man is not a leader. Remember, women that, have to pick the best man. And a lot of women, unfortunately, this is the truth. They pick poorly. Pick poorly. They'll pick they poorly. Pick poorly. So a lot of times they're going to these marriages on, it could be because they had a child, right? Out of wedlock. And they want to make these be. Or because, again, we talked about women dating on potential and how wrong that is. You got to meet him where he's at. You're trying to date too much potential. A lot of women do that and they find themselves in these situations. So I got to keep them accountable because a lot of women don't want accountability. True, true. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's some uh, logic to that. So they tend to pick wrong and they would have to they have to be careful in picking because. Um, a lot of times the, the guy may make, may not have the income level that they would want or they feel, but um, once he gets married, he'll make a little more. He'll make a little more. Uh, according to these uh, research, he'll make a little more, but uh, it may not be the more that they are wanting or that they feel they should be obtaining. Um, and I think uh, when they get married, they find out they still have to work and it doesn't work out necessarily the way they think. And, right. and so they, they get, um, you know, and, and that could create some resentment. That could mm -hmm. create some resentment in the marriage when the woman has to kind of help carry the load or carry a, a bunch of the load. And, and she's thinking, well, I, I, I really wasn't wanting to do that, but I'm having to do that. And it's a difference between having to work and wanting to work, or you're just working because you want to get something, uh, as opposed to, hey, if I don't work, the bills don't get paid. That's a big difference. And right. sometimes a lot of women's income uh, in these marriages are tied up so that they have to work. And when mm -hmm. they have to work, then all of a sudden they're feeling this pressure uh, in the marriage and so they're feeling all of these things. And this guy is also feeling all of this responsibility. And so 
uh, guys may have seen that growing up and then say, hey, you know what? I don't want to get married. I'm going to shy away from marriage. Why? Because of this responsibility. And, and because uh, I see, you know, the marriage where this, this woman is angry all the time with the, with the man she's with. Well, she's angry because maybe the money or the financial means are not there and it creates stress and strife. And that happens a lot. Well, I would say that, uh, you know, that's a solid point. But I do want to be clear that I do think that there are some men out there that need to improve. And that's where we talked about in our previous episodes, High Value Man. So when people are listening out there, I'm not just talking from a one uh, angle approach, just talking about women and, their, and the, the effects that I talked about earlier. But I do think, man, there are also some men out there that definitely, and a lot of men that need to improve who they are and actually stand up and take responsibility. Now, with that being said, I would also say, when you look at it from an outside lens, looking into marriage, you got to look at it from a perspective of exception to the rule. Now, it's a 50 percent uh, success and uh, success rate with marriage. But out of that 50 percent, I would I would honestly say how many of those marriages are actually healthy marriages? Because I know too many marriages that are not healthy. They're married, but it's not a healthy environment. They stay married because it could be you know, finances are, you know, they're, you know, they're kind of just stuck there, right? They don't want to move forward with the divorce. But is it healthy is the question. Is that exactly what, uh, you know, the ma or the father and the, and the mother, are they happy together? The, the, the man and the woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, in this book, uh, Married Men, Lives Change, uh, this guy also, I I'm going to give you also another point. This guy, this guy, he wrote the book. And when he did write the book, in it, he says that he, he believes that when people get married, they migrate toward a traditional type marriage. He said they naturally do. And what does he mean by a traditional type marriage? He says when the man and woman, when the man and women, they decide to get married, they come into it and their roles have to evolve, right? Because you can't have the same roles as you were when you're single. I mean, that's obvious. You can't, can't do the same. You can't behave the same. And guess what? You can't act the same. Your behavior has to change. And so it says in the book, he, it says he found that when people got married, most of the men diverted to a, a traditional role where they believed they had the traditional duties of the male by gender. And the woman had the traditional duties of the wife by gender. What would you think to that? I think I would want to know the age of the person that wrote the book, because I would tell you my modern. Well, well if the age has nothing to do with it. his research and data says this is from men that are from 25 to 33. So he established yeah. that up front. When you do something like that, you what you do is you take a sampling a group of people and you tell the demographics and the age grouping that you got. So it's not his opinion. He's saying, this is what my research brings out. Well, I was just asking how old he was, but if he did a research and he's saying that man want to be traditional, is that correct? Yeah. He says in the, you know, he's saying regardless, men and women, when they get married, even though they have all of these views, but the moment they decide to get married, they lean and move toward a traditional marriage. Right. In other so, words, traditionally, here's what a man would do. Traditionally, here's what a woman would do. 
I hear what you're saying. So, you know, men typically still want to be traditional. Majority of men nowadays, we want to be traditional. We want to provide. We want to support. I would say a lot of women. And I, I, I would agree with that. I would think that's the majority of most men yeah, when they do get married. They're, they're saying, I am ready to ha take on the responsibility of providing and protecting my family. Right. But I would say that women, however... When you're thinking about marrying somebody, you got to get them for what you see right now. I'm not going to bet on nothing whenever I got to put up one expenses on my end and take you to get a wedding and do all these things. You're going to have my children and you're talking all this. I'm not necessarily, I'm not saying I'm against feminism. I'm saying feminism in the modern woman has affected a lot of women. When you talk about I'm an independent chick and all that stuff. Look, even if I got married to you and the research says that you might change to be traditional. That's a lot of betting. I'm doing that's a lot. a lot of betting. Yeah, I don't like doing that. I like to look at statistics and say, look, it's 50 50. And look, at the end of the day, if you're speaking that language, I'm not even going to be interested from you from the beginning. A lot of yeah. modern women do things. First of all, they want a traditional man, but they won't go do traditional woman things. They want to stray away from these things. Right. And that makes it unattractive for a traditional man. Look, if I'm going to be traditional, you're going to have to have some traditional values, too. Yeah, and I don't think it's uh, men come in and then say naturally I'm gonna be traditional. I think they evolve to being traditional. I mean, I don't because initially they want to say, you know what, I don't want this woman to get my money. Uh, I, I, the reason why I'm not ready to get married because my responsibilities have changed and all of that. But once a man says, okay, I, I'm ready to do this thing, I, I think I'm ready to jump over that broom and make that commitment to get married. I think that man saying, I want to be traditional, meaning. I want to have a woman in which I help take care of her, provide for her. I want to lead my family. I'm ready to do that type of thing. And when, when they you, reach that, when they reach that point, the male, the man, when he reaches that point, the women will find a good thing in a man if, if they themselves have become ready to do the same. But if they're going, I want to be independent. I got my own thing. Okay, well, we'll let you have that. You, you keep that and, and you want to run the marriage. And if you're going to run the marriage, it's not going to be traditional and, the, and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a, it's going to be issues. It's going to be issues. Because it's going to be issues. The reason it's going to be issues, not because I'm saying there's going to be issues. I'm saying that from a biblical perspective, a biblical perspective says there's going to be issues because the biblical perspective is that the woman is going to want to be the head of the man. And from a biblical perspective, it says the man should be the head. And so it says there's always going to be a contention or a fight over who's going to be a head unless there is a submission. And, and that is what people don't want to hear. And that submission is not individually, i.e. woman to man. That submission is, i.e. man and woman to God so that they can learn their God-given roles, not the roles that they think they should have. Oh, I know I'm talking. I know I'm I mean, talking. This, this right here, gonna, this here going to get a thousand and ninety nine views. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to blow up. See, I think that I think that you said if was a key factor there, because, you know, again, if the, the woman chooses to be traditional. But when you have media, you have all these other things that are showing them that you can be independent. The message is out there. You tend to see a lot of women I'm telling you they're out there and they, they let it be known. I can do this on my own. What does a man, what does he provide? We can go 50-50. It shouldn't be like that. A man wants to yeah. provide, support, and take care of you. And, and really? let me tell you, should, uh, women will tell you 50-50. Trust me. 
they don't want to go 50-50. Because you go 50-50 and split everything, they don't, they don't want to do that. They, mm-hmm. Why would they want to do that? That makes no sense. Why would they right. want to do that? For what but, reason? It can never be 50-50. It can because you can't have a child and she have a child. That's 50-50. It, that's, it don't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when when she's bed, let's say she could be bedridden with a child. Are you supposed to say, hey, get up and do your 50? Right. You see what I mean? It can never be 50-50. I don't know where, uh, even why they come up with this crazy idea of 50-50. Well, you know what else is also interesting is the fact that, uh, you know, Disney shows too. Disney show. I think media and what you see tells an illusion. Disney stores yeah. tell an illusion that things are going to be perfect in a marriage and everything's going to be great. And you get this rose fairy idea about what marriage would really be. And it's really not like that. And a lot of people no. view it as such. And it is not. Disney will portray And guess what? People get these ideas and they mind thinking that it's like that. And it's not. Well, I mean, they should be able to know that because when people enter into a relationship and, and, and people have relationships, right? We all know that. Whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it, they have relationships. And guess what? In those relationships, what do they have? Contentions. They have issues. They have problems. Do they think just because I get married, all of a sudden I'm not going to have problems? No. You're going to have more. You're just going to have more problems. The, sure. the thing is, how do you handle those problems? That becomes the thing. How do you handle those problems? And we probably need to do an episode on how we handle problems. But that's one of the things is, how do you even handle those problems when they come up? Because uh, a lot of them will not handle those problems well if you don't handle the problems well, they're just going to create more problems. You're just going to have more issues. They're just going to compound. It's never going to just stop just because you have a problem and go, hey, you know what? This problem goes away. It doesn't. You, you, you've been in relationships. I've been, I've been married. You've been in relationships. When you're in relationships, guess what? The relationships are hard and you're not married. Yeah. They yeah. are. Yeah. They can and, be contentious. And I think that marriage is very hard with social media. You know, we talked about this numerous times, but the introduction of social media has very has made it very hard and made the the, the dating element uh hard for, for men and women. Um there's always more out there to choose from. You almost feel like you're never satisfied because oh. there's somewhere across the world. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, in this society and the way things are and the way you guys date now. It's like dating can be global. It can be global. global. Whereas when I was I was coming through, dating was local. And it could be yeah, <laughs> it could be it really couldn't be more than local. It was yeah. not much more than local. And and the thing was you had to go out and physically meet people. And it was totally different. You had to get up, you had to go somewhere to actually physically meet someone and get to know them. But now you can stay in your pajamas. You don't even have to leave the house. And you can start meeting someone, being with them on Zoom, and spend time with them in a, in a, virtual, set, a virtual setting and, and FaceTiming and all this other stuff, man. I was like, good Lord. You can look, you get to say dating apps, guys, or that, or social media. You can send direct messages to people. Yeah. There's all different types of things you can do. You can lie, even just lie about your income, man. Fake a lifestyle. It's too much oh, stuff around you where it's you too can, much. Yeah, it becomes hard. It's yeah. very hard in a marriage. It, it, and plus, this idea of these worlds that you can create, uh, people can create a, a whole different persona online 
that's really not even who they are. And they can show you backgrounds of where they stay and it's not even where they where they live. It's not even how they live. I mean, you you will get this whole fake persona and it's hard to really know who you're getting and what you're getting to me offline um, because so those things can so change so rapidly and they just change so often. And I was going, man, in this world uh, of being global dating with all of the apps, you like one of the things you said is you can almost feel like you're never satisfied. Right. It, it, it can almost take that tone because you, you're going, hey, I can just just throw my line out and go out again. You know, I just put put myself out there on the day nap and hey, guess what? I'll get a hit or two and boom, I'm, I'm off to the races again. So it's it's like it's just it's just totally different. It's just totally different. You don't have to physically do anything to meet anybody any day. Just hey. Click a button and you can meet someone. Totally different. You know, to, in summary, you know, you have more of an ideal mindset of what if marriage is worth it for a modern man. I would say I have more of a realistic mindset. <laughs> so that's not, more realistic, guys. Look, I think marriage is still a great thing, but I do think in this dating climate, um, the the people that are within the dating pool as far as modern men and modern women, you have to think twice. You have to think very long and hard about. Who are you going to decide to get married to? Because they have to have some traditional values. I'm telling you, we are moving away from traditional values as the world progresses. And I see that. I, being- I would disagree. I would disagree. We are not moving away from traditional values. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think society is moving away from traditional values. I think actually society is going to embrace them even more. Because not right now, they're not. But eventually. Oh yeah. They- oh yeah. No. 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 They. They don't embrace them at certain ages, but at certain ages, they embrace them more. So I think around 18 to 25, they don't embrace them. No, they don't embrace them. They want to, you know, bring up something different. They're always trying to change it. And I understand I was there. I was 18, 25. Hey, I wanted to change it, make things different. But in actuality, as you grow older, you find that those things really work. And maybe I should grab you gravitate back toward those things because they actually work. And they have shown to be longstanding. And so it's hard to uh, get away from the idea of marriage as a man and a woman. Uh, but, it's hard to get away from that idea. But see, that's what, that's interesting. You said that 18 to 25, well, those are the ample years for a woman. But guess what? When you get on that back end as a guy, you look at that and you say, well, they've made, they've made error. I would say mistakes, maybe, if you want to call them. And now you say, do you want to date somebody with those mistakes? Depending on how you look at it, this ain't meant to hurt feelings, but... That's just the truth. You, they make mistakes. Boom, they have two, three kids. You know, single yeah. mother. Well, and, and that's where they, women. and that's where they have to. They being women have to choose carefully, because if you get into that circle of making mistakes like that, you'll find yourself by yourself for a long period of time, because you'll be so engulfed in raising children that you had by another man who doesn't want to be with you. And who's out being with his next woman that he's got and he's having children with them and he's happy with them. You're going to find yourself alone uh, and almost like isolated and separated. And you'll find yourself spending all the time. You're going to be angry. You're going to have animosity towards the woman he's dating. I mean, it just goes on and on. And so when you meet a guy, you're going to take that anger out that you have on your previous one on this guy you're dating. It happens all the time. And so you know, guy goes, I don't want to date her. 
Yeah, or sometimes they see somebody that's too good to be true because they've never seen somebody with a healthy mindset that was true, true. So they mess it up themselves. Oh my God, I can't believe this ain't right. I'm not used to this. It throws me off. And then they screw it up. Because they're like, this guy, he, he seems too perfect to me. It's not that he's perfect. He's coming at you in a different level of respect. And he's right. coming at you with a direct approach that says, I want to move forward with you. And most sometimes men are not like that, which is why we say modern man, you need to improve yourself. This is not just about women. This is about you, man, too. Because if you're looking at a woman, you need to make sure that you're improving yourself daily to find a woman. I agree. So that's everything in a nutshell, guys. Tim, you want to say anything else before we uh, no, go ahead? No, that's and... it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, follow us on Instagram at How I Talk. Uh, same thing for uh, Twitter at How I Talk Podcast. And uh, guys, check in for our next episode, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.